Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Indiana Energy Crossroads podcast. I'm Casey Crane, the Executive Director of the Indiana Conservative Alliance for Energy. And I'm Jonathan Kopp, the Field Operations Director of the Indiana Land and Liberty Coalition. On today's show, we are joined by our fellow Conservative Energy Network sister organization, the Wisconsin Conservative Energy Forum. This fall, the Wisconsin legislature is considering third-party community solar, which we don't have here in Indiana. And Wisconsin Conservative Energy Forum's uh, executive director, Scott Conan, has played a critical role uh, forming up the advocacy group, Wisconsin Community Solar Economic Alliance, which is a group of stakeholders that includes farmers and builders to educate the public and policymakers on the benefits of community solar. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Look forward to it. Yeah, so Scott, so we don't have too much community solar, like Casey said, in Indiana right now. So how does community solar exactly work, and what are you working on to bring it to Wisconsin? Yeah, so I, so I think the renewable landscape in Indiana and Wisconsin probably looks somewhat similar right now. Um, you know, we've got a we have a fairly decent regulatory framework in place on the utility scale side, although you, I know you guys are having some policy fights on that too. Um, so in Wisconsin, we're we're doing fairly well building large scale utility renewables, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing doing a good job on that. Built a lot of them in the last couple of years. In the next five or ten years, there's there's a lot of projects that are slated to to come online on the on the renewable utility side. However, particularly when it comes to solar. In Wisconsin, we are kind of missing, we're missing everything downscale of utility, right? I mean, we're, we're missing the smaller scale, more versatile solar, and that includes community solar. So community solar projects are typically five megawatts and under, right? Um, they're, they're a lot more versatile, a lot more flexible. You can situate them on a lot of different types of land. So it's, I think it's, there's some big positives to community solar um, aside from utility scale development. And we've been missing that market in Wisconsin entirely because we don't have the correct policy framework in place. Um, so, so we're missing private development on that market entirely. Um, and some of the other states in the Midwest have really been blowing us out of the water. Minnesota, even Iowa and Illinois now are starting to come along in their community solar markets. Um, so we've got to catch up to them, right? Um, and community solar, particularly in Wisconsin, could be very, very important because as we start to develop that downscale distributed solar market, something like 50% of households in this state aren't going to have the opportunity to put solar panels on their homes, right? On their residences or even on their businesses, you know, whether their house just isn't south facing, it's not situated well enough, there's tree cover or even folks who are, are you know, long-term renting um, in an area, you know, there, there are a lot of things that, a lot of situations where you wouldn't have the ability to actually you know, buy and utilize solar panels on a place of residence or business. Um, community solar offers you the option, uh, offers you another option to get into the solar market. Um, so, so we think for a lot of those reasons, this was a very well-timed um, policy introduction, and it could be really a, a big boon for solar, a new solar market in Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, I think about myself and. My husband and I, I don't think, live in our forever home. So why would I, you know, maybe invest in solar on my house? But I want to encourage the distributed energy market. This would be a perfect opportunity for us to jump in and participate. So I think it's really opening the door for distributed energy resources for folks of all shapes, sizes, walks of life. So 
Uh, Scott, on, on this particular bill in Wisconsin, I noticed that it's led by two Republicans, which is exciting. So why do you think conservatives have taken the lead on this issue? That's a good question, <laughs> you know, and I, and I think it's it's probably a question that you guys can help me answer too, right? I mean, we've been we've been working for a number of years to try and get to this point, you know. I, I mean, educating conservative lawmakers about the changes in the marketplace, you know, the the different economics now that surround renewables. Um, you know, I, I like to tell people like, as conservatives, we cannot continue talking about energy and particularly renewables and new energy technologies as if it's still the second term of the Bush administration, right? I mean, it's just, it's sometimes <laughs> it's maddening to me. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to say that here in Wisconsin, I think that message has gotten through to some really important conservative leaders. So we have State Senator Dewey Strobel um, and Representative Timothy Ranson, um, uh, both from kind of a, a Fond du Lac, uh, sort of north of Milwaukee area here in Wisconsin. And they are both I, candidly, between us, they are really conservative members of their caucus. They are conservative leaders in the legislature, and they are well known for that. Um, and and so it was a, an exciting proposition for us to have, you know, folks who haven't <laughs> who haven't spent a lot of time talking about renewables start to step up and put their name on something like this. And Absolutely. you know, for, for them, I mean, yeah, for for them, it's uh, it, it's a really it's a principal issue, right? I mean. All we have to do is pass this piece of, of legislation that essentially opens the market for private enterprise, for competition, for development. Um, you know, those are all boxes that, sh- you know, should check for conservatives, right? Is Wisconsin open for business or not? Right now in the community solar market, the answer is no. So let's figure out what the policy is to get us the yes. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask a follow-up question. Scott, can you tell us really exactly what community solar is? So, you know, since it since it isn't here, I don't think people necessarily have the framework. Do you uh, buy solar panels? Uh, how how exactly does it does the technology work? Yeah, so so essentially, I, I think of community solar as a product like anything else. Um, a community solar developer essentially would come into your into your community, right? Into your town, city, wherever you happen to live. And they'd start to figure out whether or not, A, there is enough customer interest to build a solar array. B, how much customer interest there is to determine the size of that solar array. And then start to sign people up essentially, essentially on a lease agreement with individuals, right? I, I want to lease two solar panels out of, you know, 150 that are going to go in this field. And then I receive the bill credits back for that solar energy that ends up being produced over a given year. Um, right now, the, the challenge in Wisconsin is essentially we have a, a gate kept market where utilities and cooperatives in our state have to give explicit permission, right? They have to give explicit sign off and permission for community solar to be built. And uh, it's it's really no surprise, I think, probably to many in this audience, that utilities aren't keen on giving that permission. Um, so we have very, very few community solar arrays across the state of Wisconsin. So essentially what this bill does is it directs the PSE, our public service commission here in the state, to create a community solar program, open up the market to private developments, um, and give private companies the opportunity to start I, 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 it'll be interesting to see how it goes exactly. Will people go door to door, you know, and, and start knocking, hey, are you interested in solar? 
Um, we're not exactly sure what that market is going to look at like or how the sales are going to go. Um, but I think about it as a product like any other. You know, you have the option and the, the opportunity to buy a product from a private company. Just so happens that it happens to be a couple of solar panels out in the field. Yeah, I mean, free market, baby. Let's open it up. Yeah. So, so what are some of the challenges the community solar legislation is facing as you navigate this process? Sounds like you mentioned the utilities and we've, we focus mostly on utility scale solar. So I'm, I'm imagining it's not uh, local opposition because most of the stuff they uh, are pushing back on doesn't really apply. I think if you said the upper limit for this is five megawatts, that that's only going to be like 20 acres at most. So it's not, it's not really a land use thing. So where, where is this pushback coming from and why is it happening? Yeah. Um, there, there is just to be honest with you guys in the audience. I mean, there, there is significant pushback from the utilities in our state. Um, you know, they're, they're not, I, and I don't blame them for that. They are not necessarily keen on, uh, giving up what they see as market share, right, to, okay. to private development and private developers. Even even as I think that that market share is probably going to be pretty small, relatively. Um, you know, five megawatts at a time is not a it's not a large chunk out of out of the big energy landscape in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But but they they are not keen to to let this crack of private development in. Um, and and I understand that that is what it is. So so there's there's some there's political friction there. Um, and, and we, we all kind of understand how that is. Uh, I, I will say I'm excited about community solar specifically because I think there will be less land use concerns around community solar development. I mean, you know, 20, 25 acres, you could site this stuff in, in a business park or an industrial mm-hmm. park in every community in Wisconsin here. You know, and, and the exciting thing for me is you site that generation right where the most demand is right where the load is too, right? Um, or, or landfills or, you know, any kind of brownfields. I mean, there, there are some real opportunities and, and flexibility for siting community solar that I think would, would really help us around those land use concerns and around some of that local opposition that, you know, I mean, we, we fight that battle every day here in Wisconsin around local opposition and land use on some of the bigger projects too. That, yeah, that, I think that's a really interesting point. Um, so conversely, Scott, you've done a great job uh, uh, helping put together the Wisconsin Community Solar Economic Alliance, which is a, an impressively diverse group of stakeholders. How did all of these different groups come to play a role in community solar and, and how are you all working together? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think um, you, you guys can probably relate. Uh, one of the important things that we wanted to do, it's kind of our long-term project, is, is obviously prove that there are more interested parties in this than just crazy, not crazy, than just <laughs> environmental organizations on the left. Um, so I, <laughs> I, that, that has been a long-term project, that there are business interests here, that there are ag-related interests, that there are farmers, health uh, networks. You know, there are, there's a much broader audience for renewable energy than maybe the traditional um, uh, groups in, in interest has been. So that's what I set out to do with this. Um, I, I really wanted to try to prove the concept to Republican legislators in Madison, right? So we finally have some some conservative leaders here that really wanted to step out and, and lead on this issue um, and kind of, you know, stick their necks out on this a little bit. And I really wanted, we wanted to try and get some support around them. So. You know, for example, we have Associated Builders and Contractors, uh, Wisconsin here, ABC. 
um, a, a, a really robust, um, great group of, of independent contractors uh, across the state of Wisconsin that are interested in this. We have Organic Valley, which is a huge farmer cooperative in our state, um, and a number of others, uh, Advocate Aurora Health, um, a health network here too. So there are a number of, of uh, really robust, awesome organizations that have not traditionally been in the renewable conversation, but finally are starting to get there, right? And then with our help and encouragement are, are starting to get a little bit more involved. And, and I think that was really important for us to demonstrate again to conservative leaders that, you know, the audience for renewables is, is much larger now than it was even five years ago. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's definitely not just uh, <laughs> crazy is not the right word. Um, uh, a little bit more environmentally minded. It's it's actually uh, with prices dropping over 90 percent in a decade for solar overall. I think it's one of the most uh, economic sources of energy and one of the best drivers of uh, local economic impact for rural Indiana and the rural Midwest. Uh, so here in Indiana, we don't have any statewide uh, community solar legislation or policies. There are some one-off examples through rural electric membership cooperatives, uh, which uh, there's a couple like the Southeastern Indiana REMC, which offers uh, 10 different solar arrays you can buy shares of to power your home. Uh, but uh, they're not regulated by the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission. So, how, Scott, how can Hoosiers who are interested in doing community solar uh, in their communities, uh, how would you suggest they get engaged on the issue here? Well, I, I would, uh, you know, first off, I think that there are probably some lessons, um, you know, that all of us in the Midwest can take from other states and other states' experiences, right? So we, we crafted this policy um, kind of based off of Minnesota's experience. They're a few years into a very robust growth of, of their community solar market, but they learned some lessons along the way, right? Um, so so we, we took some lessons from, you know, Minnesota's policy, kind of crafted it and tuned it um, to kind of, you know, make sure that our community solar program fit Wisconsin, but also took some lessons from, from what they learned in Minnesota as well. So I, I think it's important for us in the Midwest on community solar, we're not blazing necessarily a new trail here. Um, there, there are some lessons that we can learn from other states. So I, I would encourage people, you know, take take those lessons from our from our Midwest brethren and and look to some of the lessons that they've learned. And that's the beauty of the Conservative Energy Network. Absolutely. So, well, thanks so much, Scott, for joining us to talk about community solar and your work in Wisconsin. And and you briefly mentioned a little bit of the research that you did in Minnesota. Jonathan, I'll be really curious to see how this issue plays out in the 21st Century uh, Energy Development Task Force over the next couple years as they talk about distributed energy resources. I also think community solar could come up when the task force discusses ways to address renewable energy efforts in low-income communities because for folks who, like we talked about earlier, people who may not be ready to install solar or who rent – Community solar provides them a way to save money on their utility bills while also investing in supporting renewable energy in their neighborhoods. Yeah, I, I think community solar is just a great idea because whether you have 200 acres or you have two, you can still buy into these and power your home uh, through privately funded energy. So, Well, Scott, I know our friends here on the, on the podcast listening had a wonderful time talking to you and listening to you. So where can they find you on social media outside of this? Just do a little Googling of Wisconsin Conservative Energy Forum, and I'm sure we'll, we'll pop up all over the place. Um, well, great. But I, I appreciate it. 
Yeah, I appreciate you guys following this a little bit. Um, you know, we'll we'll see where things go in Wisconsin here. We have a kind of a fall legislative session coming up, and uh, we're hoping that it's uh, community solar will be the talk of the town here in Madison. Oh, I'm sure with you behind it, it will be. <laughs> so thanks again, Scott. This concludes our episode today. We'll see you next week. And in the meantime, keep tabs on the Indiana Conservative Alliance for Energy and Indiana Land and Liberty on Facebook and Twitter.